0: Welcome to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, a podcast that delves into the transformative power of art and advocacy. So I'm your host, Avik, and today we have a truly inspiring and heartfelt episode featuring the talented artist and the caregiver duo, Betty and uh, Rose Rifford. So welcome to the show, Betty. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Great, great. So before we start uh, getting deeper into this topic, I'd like to uh, definitely inform to all of our listeners that in this episode, we have the privilege of sitting down with Betty and the Rose Riffel, two remarkable sisters, so who share an extraordinary bond through art and the caregiving. So an artist with autism finds her voice and expression through abstract art, beautifully reflecting her unique perspective of the world. So Betty, yes. her, her devoted caregiver, uh, not only provides unconditional love and support, but also channels her creativity as a fashion designer, showcasing her own artistic talent. So from their early days as children, they discovered the power of art as a means of self-expression and the connection. So through their captivating abstract art and styles, they have hosted showcases across the country, supporting initiatives for caregiving and autism awareness. So throughout this episode, we they share their creative process and how art has become a profound way to advocate for autism awareness So they give us insights into their journey, highlighting the importance of motivation, positivity, and the impact of art in their lives and the lives of the others. So join us for this heartwarming and insightful conversation as we explore the artistic journey of Betty and Rose Riffaut. So their story serves as a powerful reminder that art knows no boundaries and can be a source of healing connection, and inspiration for individuals from all walks of life. So whether you're an artist, caregiver, or simply seeking inspiration, this episode will leave you with renewed sense of power, of creativity, and its ability to touch lives. So tune in and be inspired by the indomitable spirit of these two talented sisters as they create art through reflects the beauty of their diverse experiences and inspires us all. So welcome to the show again. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Great, great. So uh, definitely I'd like to uh, uh, understand, like how did art become a means of expression for both of you? um, And how has it helped you both navigate the adversity together?
1: So... um we as kids we spent a lot of time just hanging out with the two of us um a lot was not known about autism and so one day um rose is nonverbal. so one day out of many <laughs> she wrote on my homework yeah. and and then drew some little uh whimsical characters women smoking on my homework and she had done this like lots of times, dozens of times, but I had never really paid attention to it. I just, you know, I'd get frustrated and then I'd have to start over. And, but this particular day, I paid attention to what was on the paper. And I noticed that she had drawn these little whimsical women smoking and that she had also said she wanted to go shopping. And I was like, I I was you know, she she didn't say a whole lot to us, so I was kind of like taken aback, like, wait, you know, she's she's communicating here. She's she's actually saying something here. And um, so I, you know, I I showed to my family and I was um, I said, let's get her her own notebooks so she does not have to write on my work anymore. <laughs> and let's get her 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 own typewriter because she would you know if i you know had forgotten my homework and my typewriter and, and i know i'm kind of aging us now but um she would type on it and again i would just you know i'd be frustrated i'd start over but i never really paid attention until this one particular day that she was actually trying to communicate with us or actually writing words. Um, I would read to her every night I was required. Uh, my mom um, had me read uh, like 15 minutes every day. And so I started reading aloud to her and I would show her the words and spell them out. And, but, uh, you know, she, she didn't say anything. So I didn't know if she was really grasping, you know, what I was doing. But, I did it anyway. You know, it was like a way for us to connect. But on this particular day, when she, you know, when I did finally pay attention, um, it was, you know, I was just like taken aback by there were actual words there. And she was saying she wanted to go shopping. She still wants to go shopping today. You know, these days, I mean, that's still the highlight of her day is going shopping. She likes to shop for nail polish. But she, um, and she became obsessed with smoking. That's why a lot of her characters smoke. She became obsessed with smoking from watching our grandfather and our uncle smoke. And she would, um, she would, if, you know, and anyone, anyone coming over, but specifically them, but anyone coming over and smoking, she would grab the cigarette out of the ashtray and run and try to get a puff before anyone could catch up to her. So, <laughs> so but we... Um, so we started. Uh, we so we just it just kind of went from there. We started drawing together. Um, I decided I wanted to pursue a career in fashion design. Uh, I went to a private school where I wore uniforms, and so I became obsessed with clothing. And so I decided I wanted to pursue um, fashion design. So I moved to Texas, went to a small art school in Arlington. And got my degree, and then I couldn't really find a job. I couldn't. I I wanted to be an illustrator. I didn't want to be, you know, the pattern maker and and all the other, you know, people that are on the design team. I wanted to be the illustrator, and I couldn't find anyone that would hire me. So I started um, just freelancing, basically, and working with people that I'd gone to school with, and just you know, friends of friends and that sort of thing, and. Course, pursued other opportunities, other things, other, you know, went to, you know, explore other avenues. And um, just never really thought about like how, um, you know, the future or like, wow, you know, we would connect that all together again. But about 15 years later, I was still living in Texas. I was a flight attendant. I was injured in turbulence. And one day i went and saw um i had an appointment with my orthopedic physician and he said um before you even ask me i don't know when you're going back to work so don't even ask me and you know because i was always like i was stressed out it had been about four months um into my journey of being injured on the plane and i so i wanted to know how i was going to pay my bills like what am i going to do you know i've got to figure this out and so I became upset, you know, I'm crying. You know, he's just like, what is wrong with you? You need to calm down. It's gonna be okay. And I was like, but no, I gotta pay my bills. I'm off work. You know, what am I gonna do? He was like, it's gonna be okay. So the next day I saw my primary care physician. He um he had called uh the orthopedic physician had called my primary care and told her okay she's losing her mind she's out her she's over crying and she's all stressed out you need to talk to her and tell her it's going to be okay so when i got there, she was like what is wrong with you and i just told her you know i'm just like worried about going back to work and not a lot you know like what am i going to do how, how am i going to pay the bills you know blah. and she was just like you know you're you're going to be fine don't even you know what are you talking about And I said, but what am I going to do? And just so happened that particular day, I had uh, just recently done some illustrations for someone who was trying to get a product to market. And I brought them. I would always, you know, whenever I had um, new, you know, new illustrations that I've done, I would always bring her pictures of them and show them to her. And so she was like, um, she took those photos and she just kind of like stuck them in my face. And she was like, you will do this. You know, this is what you'll do. Don't even worry about you know what's gonna happen. But and then she suggested that I paint. I never painted before. I, you know, I've we've been drawing since kids, but neither of us had ever painted before. And I thought all that third thing she was crazy. You know, what is she talking about? She was like, you know, paint, do uh do painting as a form of therapy and you know, sell your work. You'll be fine. I'm like, uh I don't know. So anyway, the next day I go and buy art supplies. I buy some paint canvas, and I start painting. And I get positive, um, you know, comments. Like, right away, people are wanting, you know, wanting to commission me for work, friends and family. And I'm just like, wow. Never really saw that coming. About a year, you know, so I was off a year. Went back to work. And about four years later, I started a line of cards that featured artwork by my sister and I. And it just kind of took off from there. We, we did the note cards. And then once I, you know, and about, I guess that was around 1999 and about maybe seven years later, our mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer. So I moved back home, uh, to you know, take care of her and Rose. And after she passed away, we just started painting together and selling our work and, um, just kind of
0: took off from there that that's that's really lovely I mean really uh feeling great to connect definitely so, thank you so so as a as a uh, caregiver uh for Rose, what challenges yes. uh did you encounter in balancing your own artistic pursuits with your responsibilities and um how how did you overcome them?
1: so i think our biggest challenge is the, the fact that she's nonverbal. i don't know that it interferes um with my creativity or hers i think it's more if she's sick I, sometimes it takes us a while to figure it out you know like what's going on because she can't really tell us what's wrong mm-hmm. and we've had some um things that like I had no idea she had food allergies. So she was, she would be sick and, you know, she would be crying. She would say her tummy hurts, but we don't, you know, you, that's, that can be, that's a rot. You don't, you know, there could be a million reasons why your stomach hurts. So we, you know, we'd go through tests and I mean, this went on and literally it took us three years to figure out that she had food allergies because all she would say was that, you know, her tummy hurt. So, I think that's our biggest challenge is not um, not so much with my creativity. I think it's more so if there's something wrong with her or if she's having a bad day or if she's sad or I don't know what's going on and it's hard to, you know, she will sometimes write like a lot of times it might be she might be upset because she wants to go shopping, you know, but for the most part, it, it, sometimes it is, you know, it has been things that were really, um you know, really serious. It took it takes a while to get to the bottom of it because she can't really communicate, and so even you know, even with doctors, you know, they don't know where to begin. So I think that's probably our biggest challenge is figuring mm-hmm. out that she's you know she's not well. Like how to help her and and how to make her better.
0: I understand. Truly really understand. So. Um... Can you share a specific moment or uh, the artwork that symbolizes the resilience and uh, triumph in the face of adversity for both of you? Um,
1: I'm sorry, can you repeat that, please? You uh, said the, the,
0: say yeah. that again, I'm sorry. So, so any specific moment or uh, the artwork uh, uh-huh. you can share, like, which symbolizes the resilience and um, uh, the triumph in the face of adversity for both of you um triumph
1: and adversity i think i think all of our work is um about like keeping going you know it's like in the face of adversity um not giving up and you know continuing to push forward so i i think all of it um Kind of has that background if that makes sense of where it's um i think probably the the biggest thing would be maybe um the first time like something of like a, a painting that rose sold. that to me was just like uh, an amazing you know it's like you i thought you know I don't know. It's just like people growing up, people didn't know a lot about autism. And mm-hmm. so it was kind of a, you know, a very um, adverse situation for my mom. And so having her sell work and um, people uh, giving her accolades and such, I think that was that made me, you know, that was just like a triumph to me in in, in our journey. Just the fact that she, you know, not, necess- not necessarily when we're selling cars, but actual paintings. And she's getting invited to uh, do shows around the country and then also getting invited to London to do a show in London. So to me, those are things that are triumphant in, in our journey. Um, I think, uh, I don't know that we've had so much adversarial uh, type situations. I think it's been more more triumphant. Does that make
0: sense? Is that, oh, yeah, definitely, is that? Yes. so? Uh, also, uh, would like to understand uh, about you. I mean, in your journey as an artist and mm-hmm. so, what has uh, been the most profound lessons uh, you have learned about the resilience, uh, both as an individual and as a team? What you have?
1: So. Um, what has been what 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 have I learned you said what I'm I'm trying to think here um i don't I'm not sure um i think just the fact that um it keeps us going uh you know the creativity keeps us going both of us um, if we're if we're not having a good day or we're you know something is not quite right we always have that to kind of like fall back on does that make sense to 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 brighten our days we always have the art there um in both of us and we usually are working together like when if i paint she's gonna paint you know and so um I think it's just like a, a, sort of like a bonding uh still you know since we we're kids still like a bonding type of thing and so um much sure. I, I I think that's you know just the fact that we can keep going that we're still going that
0: yeah.
1: our work gets you know the attention and the accolades that it does
0: understood so it's, it's all about the uh what to say, the team building or the team teamwork, you can say for sure, as a team. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Let me give me one. I just need to, I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, am I audible right now? Yes.
1: Okay. okay. I just turned on, my, I turned on my speaker. I'm sorry.
0: Great, great. So um, art has the power to inspire and uplift others also. So right. how do you hope? that your art conveys message of hope and the positivity to those facing similar circumstances
1: i hope that it um incur- it's encouraging to people um that no matter how bad things may seem that there's still light at the end of the tunnel um so i hope that uh Especially with Rose, I think being um, nonverbal, and, but she can still create beautiful things. And so I hope that's an inspiration to maybe other parents who have um, children on the spectrum who are maybe you know more nonverbal like she is, that there is something that they can do, and, and you never know, like what their talent might be it may not be painting it could be something else but i hope that it gives them um that they're inspired to keep going to not give up on their child um or their sibling or or whatever the case might be i hope that it gives them um courage to 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 get out there and not be afraid to to share like you're, you know what what you can do even though it may seem like it's not a lot that you can do sure. it's still a positive thing does that does
0: that does that makes sense Yeah okay So uh, the journey of a caregiver can be emotionally demanding mm-hmm. How has the art provided you with an outlet? to process your emotions and find the solace?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, I believe art is great for that. I mean, you can get lost in it and like meditate and not think about, you know, any type of adversarial things that are going on. So I think it's a wonderful um, and a, a less expensive than um, some of the other things, you know, that people might do for for uh, for relaxation. But it's it's relaxing. Um, You can get lost in it. And then at the end of that, you still have some even though you're you might be feeling bad or it's a bad day or you've had a bad experience or or whatever it might be, you're still um, able to create something beautiful from that.
0: Definitely, Bad, whatever and her uh the, the this art comes from uh inside from the inside which is uh it, it's the feeling i would say yes. it's it's a feeling it's a it's a great feeling and um yeah that's a that's a that's a great thing so yeah uh because we are talking about the art and uh uh the, it's positive impact so can you share a memorable experience where uh, your art uh, has positively impacted the life of others uh, in the community. So
1: I've done a lot of things um, into like working with various uh, people in t- like people experiencing homelessness or um, other people on the spectrum. Or um, people in some sort of crisis. So I've done a lot of things uh, where I go in and I help them to create. So that that would be um, a positive impact on the community. We also do um, we donate percentage of our work, you know, of our uh, earnings um we donate uh paintings for charities we donated to like cancer charities autism charities of course people experiencing homelessness um rape crisis centers just any you know (laughs) pretty much anybody that is doing some sort of fundraiser if they ask us we'll, we'll help because you know it's it's just a a great feeling to be able to do that and just imagine two Girls that, you know, grew up drawing on notebook paper. In our wildest dream, uh, in my wildest dream, I, you know, never really. Of course, I wanted to be an illustrator, and of course, I thought, you know, I could. That would be a career. But the the uh, the charitable part of it, the uh, recognition, the uh, you know, people uh reaching out to us to participate in you know whatever sort of auctions and such never in my wildest dream did i think that that would be a part of our journey so that is that's a a good thing i believe and um it has a positive impact on the community
0: wow that's that's so lovely so as an artist and caregiver duo uh what projects or initiatives uh, are you currently working on that uh, excites you and align with your vision of uh, spreading positivity and uh, the resilience through the art?
1: So, Rose has um, a show. They Oklahoma is creating like a new um, like database of artists who are self-taught. And so Rose got selected to be one of the artists and what is so amazing to me uh, so much of the time, we're not out looking for these opportunities. People are coming to us and saying, hey, can you do this? Can Rose do that? You know, that sort of thing. And I mean, that that to me is just. Like, oh, it has me over the moon, but she she was invited to be part of this database of artists who are self-taught. And there's going to be a show in. Um, in October, and uh, I forget and forgive me, I forgot like. What? But a portion of the proceeds are going to a charity and I I'm sorry, I don't remember what the charity is right now. But that to me is is just a, an amazing, amazingly great thing um, for me in particular. I don't have any I I focus a lot of energy, more of my energy, I think, on the things that I believe Rose can do. And so, of course, given the opportunity, I do do the same things. But I think to me, it's just like a, a, it feels like a major accomplishment to have someone, to have a sister that I'm caregiving for, who is nonverbal, but I can help her, you know, get her work out in the community.
0: Wow, that's so lovely. And have
1: a a positive impact on people. You know, like, you know, people are like, why the cigarettes? you know, I I want one too, or, you know, it's just always the such positive response. And that just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's really awesome, I would say. Really awesome. So, uh, yes, art has the potential to break the barriers and challenge societal perceptions. So how do you approach creating art that, encourages understanding and acceptance of individuals with the autism?
1: Um, I think just basically um, whatever she creates, I try to make a big deal out of it (laughs) and let people know, you know, she's on the spectrum um, and tell like what I believe is the story behind whatever, you know, she's creating, like she likes um, purple flowers. And in my mind, now I don't know because she she can't, you know, she can't tell me, she doesn't tell me, but our grandparents had purple flowers in their garden. So in my mind, it has something to do with that. Um, these smoking, the women smoking, being able to tell the story about how she, you know, would run with cigarettes and she still to this day, um, will get so excited if she sees someone smoking or if we're in the grocery store and someone says, um, you know, the cashier says, can I get y'all anything else? And she'll say a pack of cigarettes and a gold lighter, you know, and it's like a gold lighter. Why a gold lighter? You know, I'm thinking this in my head. I don't say anything. So just being able to tell the stories of what I think her art is, because she she won't. I mean, I, it's just a, an amazing experience to me.
0: Wow, that that's really lovely. That's really lovely. I'm really loving this uh, conversations because. Um, I, I'll tell you at the end, so I'm really feeling very happy uh, uh, that uh, I, I, I am being able to connect with you today, and uh, I'm a part of this conversation, so it's really great. Uh, so the creative process um, can be both, uh, like, cathartic and transformative also. So. How has your art evolved over time and how has it influenced your perspective on life and the caregiving? Um,
1: I think I started out, like I said, as an illustrator. So my work initially, well, first of all, I think I started out, let me go back. I started out drawing on notebook paper as a kid and I would just kind of draw abstracts. And so I loved like being able to put like various colors side by side and, you know, that juxt- juxtaposition of like what that looked like and just obsessed with color. So I started out mo- mostly doing abstracts and then I started drawing figures and then um, I started painting. And so the paintings originally were abstract and then I started doing these women that are, I I see them, excuse me, sorry, as being like in a peaceful environment um, and someplace I, you know, I find myself, you know, I want to be in a peaceful environment, but they're surrounded by flowers and butterflies and birds. And so that's, Pretty much where I am now, where the people that I the the work that I create is more figurative, but also kind of a surreal um, uh, air to them. Where it's butter, you know, the, the women are surrounded by like butterflies and flowers and and birds. You know, there might be a bird on someone, you know, on her shoulder or a butterfly on her shoulder. So, um, I think that. The story um, that I like to tell is that, you know, she finds peace, and uh, these women find peace in these environments. And I think that peace and quiet and and reflection is is all good when you're a caregiver. I mean, you need those things, <laughs> and so you can. Um, so that's how I that's how I present them, like she finds peace, you know, here, these women find peace in these surroundings. And so in your home, you're going to have, you know, they're going to bring peace and and clarity and, you know, into your into your space.
0: So lovely. So um, as sisters on this artistic journey together, Mm -hmm. what role has collaboration played in shaping your creative expressions? what i'm sorry what goal you said uh what role has this collaboration oh, yeah yeah okay
1: uh, What role has collaborating played? i'm sorry i don't know I'm, I'm so sorry um so we have collaborated on a few things um when i get stuck sometimes i know once we were getting ready for a show and i done this woman and I couldn't figure out what I wanted her to be surrounded by and what I you know what I wanted it to like really look like when it was done and I asked her what she thought so of course she's not going to tell me but she drew like a little house and she drew some purple flowers and she drew a heart and so I added that to the piece. I added those to the piece. And then sometimes, like, um, when I don't think her work is finished, I will say to her, like, well, why don't you add um, some more color? Or why don't you add, try some texture? Or why don't you add, um, you know, just just something else to, to make it pop a little more? And, you know, she'll do it. She, it's amazing how different we are in our approaches. Like, she is very, fast, quick in creating, I'll, you know, like ponder and think and, you know, go on and on for weeks. But she can a lot of times finish the work in a day, you know, and and I'm like two months later, three months later, four months later, five, six. I like that she doesn't get stuck. You know, I like that she, um, she, and I like that when she feels like she's done she's done so many times artists have a tendency to overthink like what they're doing overthink their work and i like that she doesn't do that you know and I, it's just because of, you know because she's on the spectrum i think that's that's why but i like that she can finish and be done and be like here you know here it is you know and i'm done you know see you later so um But I I think that it like sometimes she will do um, things like I remember this when I first uh, my first show that I did after um, our mom passed away and it was back in Texas. And I was um, the uh, one of our mom's friends called and you know said what are you what are you up to you know what are you guys up to how are you doing and i said um i'm working on painting i'm getting ready to ship some works back to texas and she said oh you know can i are are you done and i'm like yeah she's like can i come and see before before you ship them off and i was like oh yeah sure of course and so i told rose you know um She's, you know, her name is Mary. She was like, Mary's coming by. She's going to see my painting. And I said, I'm just going to hang it here on the wall. I'm just going to put it on the wall. And so, you know, of course, she doesn't say anything. But when um, my mom's friend arrived, we go in there and she has done a drawing, like a rendition of like what my painting looked like and hung it up on the wall as well. And so I like that. Sometimes she will do that, like she will see something in my work and she will try to copy it into her work. Like I like to put um, like these circles around the neck. Well, I noticed that she is starting to do that on her workplace, she'll put these circles around women's necks. And so I like uh, the collaborative feel of that, Um, even though it's like we're not actually like verbalizing hey let's collaborate we're kind of collaborating we're kind of like taking cues from each other you know let's see okay she's using that color Mm, let me try that you know and and she'll do that you know she doesn't say anything but she she'll i'll see her using those same colors even though she she likes to work in mostly primary colors she will sometimes if she sees me doing something she might try that too you know and I, i like that Wow. That collaboration, that copying, you
0: know. (laughs) Lovely. So before we wrap up, like, can you share a message or piece of advice that you want, I mean, our audience, especially other caregivers and the artists, to take away from your journey of artistry and the resilience?
1: I would say... um never give up, just keep going, just, you know, it might look dark at the, you know, might seem like, might seem like it's dark at the end of the tunnel or there's no hope, but Just keep going. Just keep, you know, try to keep a positive attitude and just keep going no matter what. You know, just keep going. Keep plugging along. If you're creating, keep creating. Um, If it's, uh, you know, your situation is, you know, you've been diagnosed with something uh, terminal or your child has been diagnosed on the spectrum, just keep going. It's not the end of the world kind of message. You know, it's like, you can um you can get over it or get beyond it just by pushing yourself and continuing to go and not just take a woe is me attitude and just kind of sit back and just let the chips fall where they may. Just keep going, keep being positive and keep pushing forward.
0: Exactly. That's that's really great advice I would say. So thank you for joining us on this uh heartfelt and insightful episode of healthy mind, healthy life. And uh, definitely we had the privilege of diving deep into the creative journey of Betty and the Rose, two remarkable sisters whose artistry and resilience have shown brightly through the canvas of their lives. So through the power of art, both the sisters have not only found a means of self-expression, but have also used their talent to advocate for autism awareness and share their unique perspective with the world. So their story is a testament to the profound impact creativity can have on both the individuals and the communities. So as caregivers and artists, uh, both of them have shown us that resilience is not only about overcoming the challenges, but also about finding strength in each other's company. So their unwavering bond as sisters has fueled their journey and together they have touched lives, spreading positivity and inspiring countless others on their paths. So thank you once again for joining us on this journey and we look forward to bringing you more heartfelt conversation and inspiring stories on healthy mind and healthy life. So stay tuned for our next episode as we continue to explore the power of creativity and its profound influence on our well-being. So that's a wrap for today's episode. We encourage you to connect with Betty and Rose Artistry by visiting their website. I'll share the, all the links and everything into the show notes so that it will be easier for you to reach out to them. And remember to follow us on social media for updates, and behind-the-scenes content, I'll definitely check. Until next time, take care, stay creative, and keep embracing the beauty of life with a healthy mind. So thank you so much.